Today is going to be a very different kind of episode. In fact, this podcast is about to go through a big old change, a transformation to a bit more of a peaceful place. What does a Christian podcast really need to include? Today is honest truth, a shift that might just surprise you. All right, I have been praying. I have really been asking God to help me out. I know when I ask, truly ask for help. I also have to be open to listening. Obedience is what he asks for. A good friend reminded me the other day that he doesn't promise success. Oh no, (laughs) but he does ask for obedience regardless. In that comes trust. Why should you care? Well, this whole podcast is for you. The whole reason why I created this is because I wanted to help you. And it's changing. So hang tight. I'll get there. (laughs) I want you to know what and how this really is going to affect you. And I really hope that it does help to build your faith in such great ways. But hold tight because we're going to get there. When I first started this podcast, I did it out of love love, compassion, and an understanding towards you and with you. I know what it is like to be hungry, to know the Lord. And I know what it feels like to be lost and not know where to start when you're looking for him. I know what it is like to sit in a Bible study, (laughs) jealous of all the other ladies around that have faith. And I didn't have any. I can honestly say I didn't even know where to start. I really just did not even know where to go about finding that faith. I didn't even know what the word devotional meant. (laughs) So I thought, you know, when I would say things like uh, pre-existence, that was very normal, I thought, for all Christian belief. I had zero clue what it meant to be born again, to truly be born again. I really did not know. I thought that this was really just some fancy way of saying Christian. (laughs) Like I didn't really know what it meant. And uh, yeah, I felt foolish and I felt different. And what sucks, and yeah, I'm going to say that word, it sucks, (laughs) is I always felt different when it came to faith. When I was in the church, I never belonged. I had a mixed faith home. I didn't know that it was true. I couldn't say that. Uh, I would pretend, but I did not know. And I genuinely never felt good there. And the whole time, the 20 years I bounced around between Christian churches, New Age, Buddhism, Eckhart Tolle, and loving Oprah more than knowing God, I never felt at home there either. I was always trying to fill a hole, a Jesus-shaped hole that only could be filled by surrender, but I had no idea what that even meant. I didn't even know that that's what I needed. I didn't know how to get there. I didn't know what that was. And when I started this podcast, my goal was to help you ladies that were just coming to Jesus, just entertaining the idea of learning who he truly is, all while carrying a load of religious baggage. I had a huge heart for you, like nothing else, because I knew what it felt like to be there. And I also know what it feels like to be on the other side. And I wanted to help you to make that change. This has been a whole new chapter in my Jesus journey, this whole podcast. (laughs) It really has. My walk in faith has changed greatly doing this, partly due to uh, 
in part to people's fascination with Mormon beliefs. I was really encouraged to dive more and more into ex-Mormon stories, more and more into contrasting beliefs and telling more and spending more time and diving more into learning about the struggles that ex-Mormons specifically go through. But to be completely 100% honest with you, I didn't always relate. I had never belonged there. What surprised me, though, is that so many other people didn't either. And that, that I guess, was a big shock to me. But in this fascination that it seemed like everybody wanted to know more, ooh, tell me more about what it was like to be Mormon and what was this big change in your life and how did you actually become Christian because that's not even something that I thought happened. Well, you know, to be honest with you, I indulged in it. And I kind of went down that road. In order to know I was speaking right to you, you girls who did leave the church or you girls who are just coming to Jesus, I really wanted to know more about your struggles. I needed to get back into that world because I left it, you know, 20 years ago and I needed to relive some of it. I needed to open that door. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, And it has been interesting. I'll just say that. <laughs> um, yeah, I I listened as some of you ladies just absolutely poured, poured your hearts out to me. And I cannot tell you how appreciative I am of the fact that you were able to get that vulnerable with me and to really talk to me and to pour your hearts out to me. It has been, it's been eye-opening as to the pain. And I guess it really did open a lot of parts of my heart that I had kind of closed off because, uh, yeah, I mean, stories of deception, ultimate loss, confusion, families crushed, frightening ceremonies, <laughs> encounters with things that I don't even want to go down that route, uh, drugs, hospitalization, jail, alcohol, abuse. I mean, the list goes on. I have really, I have opened up my heart to hearing this because I felt like I needed to know what a life looks like without God. I needed to be reminded of my own life without God. And then I got on to Facebook groups and I relived the anger and the hate and the hurt that comes from that moment when you reject everything you ever knew about God. I learned more about the doctrine than I even remembered. I argued in defense of grace with true believing Mormons, I sucked it up when I was told that as an ex, I clearly did not understand what was taught or what the true gospel is. And that hurt because I was told that my experiences either never happened or that they didn't really matter. And that was surprising to me. It was kind of shocking. It was very hurtful because I really did question then So if my time there was inconsequential and now that I've left, it seems like those experiences don't really matter to the Christian world, then what was that for? And I did struggle with that for a little bit. I was also reminded of how un-Mormon I ever was. I never experienced the temple so clearly, I don't understand that. <laughs> I I understand 
you know, having our meetings before getting temple recommends, things like that, but I avoided it. So I, I don't understand that. Again, I lived in a mixed faith home, so I never lived, you know, where we had family home meeting and I never wanted to and did not go to BYU. After, after all of those uh, conversations, I don't know if I would have ever been truly considered even a Jack Mormon <laughs> because I, I think I skated on this edge. I think so much sunk in as far as the mindset goes and, and learning, but did I truly live it like so many of you did? I, I don't know if I did. I've put myself in these places to hear all of this. And I fully opened that door. I do think it was necessary for me to go down this road. I needed to feel that feeling again. And what feeling am I talking about? Well, it's this incredibly icky feeling. To me, it feels almost like having the flu. I feel tinges of it when I hear what I kind of call trigger words, like the fullness of the gospel, or even heavenly father, which is terrible that that would feel like a trigger word. But I had not felt it in full, that full icky feeling in 22 years. I always knew I left for a reason. I could not fully put into words why I didn't want to stay. I had an easy out when I turned 18 and I went to college. Nobody was checking on me to making sure I was going. So it was easy. It was easy for me. It's not easy for everybody. And I know that. It was an easy out for me. But why? And I've reflected back on that many times. Why was I so insistent on not being there? And I can truly say it is that feeling. I know the Bible says not to trust our feelings, but this feeling, well, to be honest with you, is really just undeniable. It's not a feeling from God. As I said, I had not felt it in 22 years, but on this journey back into this world of healing Mormonism, I have. I felt it talking to my dad, which is so incredibly sad to me that we actually finally talked about God and after one very serious conversation, I had this feeling when he texted me lessons from the church that was so against the Bible that I can't even express to you how opposite it was and the words and the things and what it said. It made me sick to my stomach. I felt it in, I think it was about probably about four of the different interviews that I had for this podcast and not everything has aired and I'm still kind of teetering with some of this stuff. And I felt it in numerous times in the Facebook groups and, and talking to some of you, um, about your struggles and where you're at. And some of you who have not, not fully found Jesus, you've left, but you are still really, really struggling. And I would feel that feeling and I couldn't explain it, but this last time I felt it, I knew. Like a familiar bad friend, I could feel the presence 
of that feeling. And that is why I left the church. So that's out there. I think I'd had another episode on this. It was like episode two or something on why I left. And, and, and I hadn't gone down this road yet. And I, I couldn't put into words what was going on there. Uh, but yeah, that feeling, that feeling is why I left. It's why I never went to the temple. That's why when I left, I shut that door so hard behind me. The presence of that feeling is not one I care to ever feel again, ever. Some doors are meant to remain closed. So that just got super serious there. And uh, yeah, because this has been a super serious journey for me. I, I really did open, open some doors that I had not had open in 22 years. And I am, I am fully at a point where I have recognized that those doors need to be, be closed again. And, and this time they probably need to stay closed a little bit longer. <laughs> so what does that mean now? Uh, where does that leave me? Where does that leave you, dear listener, who has followed along on this journey? And where does it leave this podcast? Well, going back to the beginning. So the reason for starting this podcast was 100% purely intentions of love and compassion. I hate the idea of other beautiful girls out there living a religiously homeless existence with a suitcase of baggage in tow. (laughs) It makes me so sad for you. And I wanted you to know that Jesus is the only affiliation, the only club that really matters. You don't need to be part of something. You just need to be part of the body of Christ. I wanted you to know more about him. I wanted you to learn to trust him and to trust his word. I wanted you to learn how he speaks through his word. I wanted this to be a place of finding faith above. Not in man, friends, doctrine, knowledge, church. I wanted you to find a peace in the wisdom from above. I did not want this to be a place of hurt and hate and uh, anything other than God's love. So that is what we are going back to. We are going to explore honest questions and find answers in the wisdom of our Lord. I have been praying so much. (laughs) I needed some direction here. I needed some protection, to be honest with you too, because uh, yeah, that that was hard. I needed to know where God asked me to be and what he asked me to do. I needed to know that I was walking in his will. He had been quiet and maybe more honestly, it wasn't so much that he was being quiet. I had not been truly asking or listening. I just dove down a rabbit hole that showed me more truth than I probably care to ever swim in. But when I asked for help, he was quick to show me, just like a good father would be. Take a little scripture journey with me. I am going to show you kind of some new direction as to where this is all going. Uh, this is This was his direction to me. First, this was my big question. God, what can I offer these ladies? What can I offer this world that brings you glory? Because right now, I'm really feeling stuck. 
I don't know if that's really what's happening. And I was pointed to, and, and, and this is fake, people ask me, like, how does God speak to you? And I, he speaks to you through his word. And it feels somewhat random, I think, when you pick up the Bible and you're just like diving in, but he speaks to you through it. So we're at 1 Corinthians 12, 1 through 11. And this is all about his spiritual gifts, his spiritual gifts to us. And it talks about wisdom and it talks about, talks about faith. It talks about knowledge. So I'm just going to read just a little part of it here for you. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge, according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit. And it just kind of goes on from there. And I, I just was so struck by that and the fact that he gives us each individual pieces that make up this whole to bring glory to him. And we all have gifts from of the spirit. And I've been told many times over and over that I am a teacher. And I don't know how I always feel about that, but I really do love to teach. And wisdom in this is such key because you never want to be teaching out of turn. And so this was my next thing. I said, God, I'm being called to teach these ladies to help them, to guide them in wisdom. And through kind of a series of events, I ended up in James, which James is a very interesting book. <laughs> I would suggest reading it. It's, it's interesting. But uh, I ended up in James. And this one kind of took me a little bit by surprise, but also not, because I do feel like he's been telling this to me through the way as well. This is James chapter three. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness, for we all stumble in many ways. And I'm like, hmm, okay, God. <laughs> I know, I, I have felt this. Um, is teaching, is teaching what I am teaching here, am I doing it in a way that really is bringing glory to you? So God, how then am I to do what you asked of me to help these ladies to know you? Where does this wisdom come from? Because I am not truly qualified to teach from my own strength. Where do I find this wisdom to guide them? And then we move on to James 3, 13 through 18. And can I just tell you how full circle and amazing this all ended up? Because here I am struggling about my podcast, Finding Faith Above. Where did above come from? I don't know where above came from, <laughs> but it did. And I'm struggling about how to put this all together. And, and I'm reading these different passages about wisdom and about teaching and about what that means. And this is what I'm given. Wisdom from above is the heading. Yeah, that's right. That's the heading for this whole part. Wisdom from above. Like, wow, <laughs> who is wise and understanding among you? 
By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but it is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exists, there will be disorder and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Like I said, when I was trying to name this podcast, above kept coming to me. I knew I wanted finding faith because that was supposed to be the whole goal of this is to help you to find faith, but it needed more. And I didn't know what that needed to be. And above just kept coming to me. And I even had someone try to say, yeah, but is that, does that really make sense? Is that, should you be doing above? And I'm like, it needs to be above. It's wild how God works, right? Finding faith above and this wisdom that I have been trying to put together in this teaching capacity, you know, wisdom from above. And I, I have read this same passage over and over again over these last couple days. And I just feel like every time I read it, it speaks to me even more. God is good. This is going to be the new direction of the podcast. And I am so excited about this because it really is just going back to the roots of why I put this together in the first place, because it is all for you. I want to help you to know him and to make him known. And that is what this whole thing is going to come together as. We are going to be diving into his word and we're going to gain wisdom from above. We are going to find his peace by making peace. So first things first, after all this whole big journey that I've kind of been on with this podcast, with really diving deep into all of this with you beautiful ex-Mormon ladies, ah, I'm making peace with my past. I'm making peace with being an ex-Mormon, with being a Sunday Christian, as a new age follower, as someone who didn't know God, I am making peace. That girl died when I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Some doors are okay to stay closed and I'm making peace with it. We're putting that all to bed. Have you made peace with your past? If not, I invite you to right now. Let's make peace with it. He makes us new. This podcast is going to be a place like I originally intended to help you ladies who are ready to go on a Jesus journey. And thank you to one of my beautiful guests a few podcasts back when she was talking about her Jesus journey. That's really where this kind of thought and inspiration came from of what to to call this, of what you really need to go on uh, as someone who is left religious stuff you have some baggage. We're putting that to bed today and we're going to move forward. And on this Jesus journey, that's what we are doing. We are going on a beautiful Jesus journey. And I know some of you don't know where to start. So that's how this is all going to roll. So we are going to, number one, we are going to find faith. We are going to discuss why we should trust the Bible. Who is God? Who's Jesus? Who is the Holy Spirit? And what is the Trinity? Because that is just mind-blowing sometimes. I mean, it's just these basic Christian 
beliefs that we are going to use to build up and find our faith. We are going to talk about different theological concepts and views. We're going to learn what the word theology even means in the first place. (laughs) We are going to learn about God so we can open our hearts to trust God. So we are going to learn first in finding faith. We are going to learn about God. But then there's the next step. So step number two, that was step number one on what this podcast is going to entail. But step number two is all about living faith. So we are going to live faith in here, in this place, we are going to get to know God. Because once we trust him and his word, we can live in his will. We are going to build a relationship with him. We are going to read his word and we are going to discover his wisdom from above. So that's step two. Step three, we are going to give faith. I love this part. This is probably one of my favorite parts. That's, That's what this podcast is. We're giving faith in the fact that the Great Commission, the last thing Jesus ever told us to do was to go out and make disciples of all nations. One purpose is to know God and to make him known. That is our purpose. So how can you use your spiritual gifts to make that happen? So I, I love to teach. I love to find that wisdom. And I really love to speak. And I, this whole podcasting thing, I mean, this is, this is my thing in the way that I am trying to give faith in this world. And I know you have those things too. I know that you have those beautiful gifts that were given to you by him. And how he's going to use you is just going to be amazing. Because as Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. He's going to use you. So that's step three. We're going to give faith. So this podcast is dedicated to you who are ready for this Jesus journey. You are hungry to know him and to fill that Jesus-sized hole in your heart. You don't want to sit in that Bible study and feel like the loner who just doesn't get it. I've been there. I've been there. You were loved by our creator. And I want you to know that. So here we are answering honest questions. We are trusting God. We are building a relationship rooted in the wisdom of his word. And we are finding faith above. Are you ready for this journey? I'm excited. 